Welcome to Truth Well Spoken, the official podcast for McCann Health and an opportunity to connect across disciplines, companies, and countries in our mutual pursuit of endless truth-seeking. I'm your host, Matt Silver, and to help me introduce today's topic, we've brought back Steve Hoffman. Hey there, Steve. Hey, everyone. So, Steve, for episode four, we're talking about creative storytelling. Tell us about today's guest. Awesome. Yeah, really looking forward to this one. This this time we met with Bruno Abner, one of McCann's chief creative officers, um, and he spoke with us live from Rio, Brazil, where he's based, and he was interviewed by a fellow creative director, Catherine Imbro. Yeah, Bruno came to us live from Rio de Janeiro. That was pretty cool. Catherine and Bruno spoke about creative inspiration, storytelling as a universal language, and judging your own creative work. And as a sign of what I think is great success, Bruno actually said this was the best meeting on his calendar that day. Although I've got to say, Steve, that probably would have had more impact if it was the best meeting on his calendar that month or at least that week. Uh, <laughs> He's got a lot of meetings on his calendar, so to, to get the best of the day is a pretty big accomplishment for us. I don't know. I would like to see what else was on his calendar that day, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll save that for another time. So here it is, Creative Storytelling with Bruno Abner. Hello, my name is Catherine Imbro, and I'm very much looking forward to having a conversation today with Bruno Abner. Bruno, would you introduce yourself for this um, segment of the Truth Well Spoken podcast? Of course, and hi, everyone. Thank you for the invite. It's really nice to be here. So I'm Bruno. I'm the Chief Creative Officer at McCann Health New Jersey. Uh, almost like brand new, like a few months uh, in this role. Uh, before that, I was the creative lead for Latin. So that explains this weird accent that I have. So yeah, looking forward to, to, to talk. So Bruno, as a, a chief creative officer, you know, if you boil that down, I kind of think of you as a creative storyteller. Um, can you kind of talk about what it means to be a creative storyteller, especially in our pharmaceutical industry? Yes, for sure, for sure. I actually don't like that uh, big title too. Like for me, I'm just a, a regular dude, a regular, regular creative dude. <laughs> and uh, as a creative, in my opinion, we all should be storytellers somehow. Like uh, story storytelling, uh, it's great part of what we do. It's the one of the most powerful tools that we have in hands in advertisement, I think. So uh, if you use it right, uh, it's very effective uh, on selling for campaigns. So yes, uh, I'm a creative storyteller for sure. What what makes a compelling story? Are there are there different facets of it? You know how in, how in um, how significant is the strategy to telling a good story? I think uh, I think a strategy should work uh, go hand in hand, right? With creative, because uh, the, the the target, uh, the main insight, uh, the message that that we want to deliver. All of these aspects and layers uh, influence the story that we need to tell or the story that we want to tell. So uh, in advertisement, we're not telling like a random story. So right, uh, we're we're telling a story with uh, objective in mind, like uh, to 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 sell something, to deliver a message. So 
So uh, strategy is like a uh, uh, it's like it's key, like uh, to give us the, the direction. So what is it that that uh, the story needs to tell? How do you know that you have a good story to tell? Mm. Uh, it, it, it tends to be less uh, less rational than than we might think, right? We think that we are very rational people, and we are not. We're very emotionally motivated, uh, including uh, on 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 buying stuff, including on the way that we act to advertisement. So I think we have a, a nice uh, story in hand. When you have an emotional response to that, even if you don't like it, sometimes like a, if you have an emotional response to that, uh, you might be have something like if you have empathy for what's happening, if you can uh, connect with, with that story, so you have a good story. That's really interesting that you call out that you know even if you don't like it, um, it can still have an impact on you. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes uh, people misunderstand uh, what's the, our goal on being creative on advertisement. Sometimes our ultimate goal is to deliver a message. And if the person likes what he sees or not, uh, it's kind of secondary as long as the message was delivered. So maybe, maybe if I don't, even if I don't like the story that I saw, but I got uh, the message that was intended for me to get. So uh, uh, my goal is uh, it's completed, mission accomplished. So yeah. That's great. So, you know, you've had a very long career. Um, and I'm curious if you've come across people who you think are great storytellers um, in our industry or just, you know, in the world itself, you know, who do you think is really good at, at telling stories and connecting? Mm -hmm people yeah uh from people that that uh really let's relate to advertisement and people that i have opportunities to work with we have a great storyteller in-house <laughs> our our global chief creator officer like that's a legendary uh, uh on that but i also did have a opportunity back in the days uh had an opportunity to work directly uh with washington oliveto uh, at w mccann at the time uh, uh, Washington Oliveto is like a Hall of Famer, so it's like undeniable creative storyteller genius. So uh, it was a tiny project, it was an internal project uh, to attract that. But even though you can see that uh, definitely there are there are there are some people uh, that are in a different level, yeah, for sure. So when you are, you know, given a brief, for example, and, you know, asked to, you know, communicate it to the masses and tell a story, where does your inspiration come from? You know, do you have a specific personal process to, to, to get there? Yeah, I do have a, a process, like, a, like I said, it's, it's not too, too logical, but I do have it one. So, uh, and as we are, Everyone is like overwhelmed by information, right? Uh, everywhere, like uh, so. I one thing that I do, I try somehow to be very selective on on what I see, on what I observe, right? So try to reduce the amount of information that I receive. So I tend not watching TV. I tend like uh, I tend to control what is it that that, that I'm uh, that I'm seeing. 
so not being overwhelmed by information. Uh, my inspiration, uh, of course, besides uh, life itself and human behavior, uh, and any creative areas such as art, design, architecture, photographer, photography, uh, of course, advertisement, but um, I look for ref references outside uh, outside that too. So uh, usually my process is kind of a little bit crazy. Uh, I study the theme. What is it that? Uh, what's the universe that I'm that I'm I'm, I'm diving in? And I get smart about this universe as much as I can, uh, and then I stop. Then I literally stop thinking, and I let it process in the back of my head. So I don't overthink it. I don't try to get to an idea. I just absorb the right information, like I get smart about that theme, let my head work in the background mode, and then, uh, of course, using my guts, <laughs> like a gut feelings, uh, uh, starts, uh, some ideas start popping. So this is the way I work, uh, have been working for me so far. Uh, so it's kind of weird, but uh, this is how I do. No, I think that's kind of fascinating, actually. I, I love the fact that you, you control almost like the, the media input um, on, a, on a grander scale, but focus your inspiration on, you know, what you see in human behavior and in design um, and even turning your brain off and just letting it kind of seep in um, before the idea yeah. starts to you. It's really interesting. Have you, um, do you share this process usually with, you know, people who work with you? Um, have you <laughs> found that it helps others? I never did actually. So uh, the creative process is not like a like math, right? So right. Uh, it's very personal. And uh, but I think one thing could work for everyone, like to be selective on the amount of information that you put inside your brain. It's something that really helps. And don't force your brain. Like uh, I know that sometimes we have uh, a certain period of time to get to an idea, but to force it like to be away, awake in order to get that idea sometimes, uh, it's the worst path that you can take. You, you, you need to relax your shoulder, you need to get your brain working and, and give, give space, you know, uh, don't force it. So uh, I, I never I never shared like uh, this process with creative, but there, there might be some elements of it that can apply to everyone for sure. Well, you've shared it now, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you've given away some of your trade secrets. Um, yeah, yeah. So after you come up with these ideas, um, these creative stories, um, how do you decide if it's a good one? Do you have, you know, you know, we talked a little bit about the, you know, is it emotional versus rational? Do you have other kind of criteria for what makes a good story, a good creative idea? Uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a very non-rational, more emotional type of, of uh, creative. Uh, it's literally about uh, what, that feeling. You just know that you're having something great when you see it. Uh, it's kind of, it's there. You, you know it. So uh, you feel that. So, so it's more about a feeling. Uh, the no more versions so of you see the piece, you, you get emotion uh, by it, you, you get excitement by it. 
so yeah, you probably have something there. So it's beautiful uh, or, or stuff like that. Uh, so you probably have something there. So yeah, it's more an emotional thing than a rational thing. That's great. Um, I guess I'm thinking, Bruno, you know, I'd love to hear more about how you, you use this, this special process of yours and, you know, what you know about great creative in your leadership at, you know, a global marketing agency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one, one thing that I'm doing, like I'm using the learns, the learnings from uh, my past experience, uh, which helps a lot because I did uh, I, I did many things right and I did uh, many huge mistakes and I got uh, a lot of learnings for, from my experience that was a little bit similar uh, on, on the mission that, that I have right now on MHJ because back in Latin America, uh, I was I was dealing with an, an agency that was in a similar situation where that demands a lot of uh, time and uh, like uh, an education uh, and changing culture within the agencies, educating clients, changing culture within clients in order for us to achieve uh, great creative reasons. So it's not something that happens from, um, from uh, like uh, it's something that takes time. It's a process, right? It's a combined effort in many layers. But uh, like, like, like I said, like uh, back in the days, like I had this three years project, like uh, uh, on the can help some Paulo offset uh, out of zero to top five uh, creative offices on the planet. So uh, and and I see that uh, in matching J, like. Uh, we can be even more ambitious. Uh, so uh, everything is there. It's just a matter of uh, pushing it to the right direction. So I'm getting a lot of learnings that I have during this period uh, with this mission, and I'm applying uh, most of these learnings here at MHNJ. So of course, we can expect uh, uh, that there's no quick fix, but there's absolutely a massive opportunity within this agency. So uh, yeah, it's been, so far it's been an amazing journey. So Bruno, you made another question come up in my head when you, you know, you referenced your experience in Latin America and now obviously you're working in the US, but you know, we are a global agency. When you think about storytelling, do you think that that is a universal language? You know, does it really matter what market you're in um, or is it, should it just Yeah, matter? yeah. Uh, yeah, I strongly believe that uh, it's a universal language. It is a universal language. Like, uh, if you think uh, it's it's in all cultures, uh, for example, as a way of transmit knowledge, uh, record information through generations, like through in history, right? Like, uh, it, it's it's around us since forever. So, um, and there are and there are many many things that are universal, right? So, for example, like. Uh, our desire to be loved, our relationship with parents, uh, friends, partners, uh, how we think of that, for example, it's something that relates to absolutely everyone. So there are many things that relates to everyone that in, if they're on, on, a, on a piece of advertisement, they, they relate everywhere in the planet. So yeah, so this 100% a universal language, 100%. 
That's great. I have to agree. Um, So thinking a little bit more about like, you know, wanting to create these compelling stories and and really do great creative work, you've recently kind of initiated um, a, a program at MHNJ called Plus One to kind of give everyone, especially everyone in the creative department, uh, a free space um, and an opportunity. Could you talk a little bit about that? For sure, for sure. This is a very important uh, project, uh, including like uh, the creative drivers that we have, uh, which is a place where we can like uh, use like to see references more often, like to, to get this future within the agency of uh, looking beyond our own walls and see what it that's happening uh, creatively out there. This is an important exercise. Plus one, uh, it's another like a very important initiative. Uh, the way to translate plus one really is in a very simple way. It's like uh, when you receive a, a briefing, you ask what else? So probably I can solve that briefing in so many different ways. Are we considering that? So uh, what else can I do? So plus one is a very important tool uh, for us to to achieve uh, a, a next level of uh, creativity. It's a tool for that. Uh, it's a tool to produce better work. Uh, it's a tool to produce our creative culture across department. Not saying that only on creative department. I think that the whole agency needs to be a creative. Like creativity is not only a, a is not a department job. So plus one also give the, that message, uh, and it's also an awesome tool in my opinion for organic growth uh, because when I, I bring something to the client that solve a problem that he has, it's a practice thing like uh, uh, it's organic growth. So I, I, I putting time and effort in the clients that I have uh, already in house. Uh, instead of uh, only bring uh, more opportunities for pitching. So uh, I like the idea that plus one is like, uh, it's bigger than a creative tool. It's, it's actually a culture that can help the, the agency overall, you know? So uh, yeah, we're getting traction on that. So, so some work coming out of plus one soon enough. So yes. That's great. And and I love the idea of it being a cross discipline, you know, creative can come from so many different places um, and can be inspired. Um, you threw a little question in there that I, I thought it kind of almost could be a, a motto or a mantra, the idea of, you know, what else, you know, and maybe that's something that, you know, we want to, you know, you should trademark or something, um, you know, and get yeah. people to always be thinking and always to be asking themselves and their teams. Um, that stood out to yeah. me. Yeah, on this theme, for example, clients uh, give us a briefing uh, and they will probably expect, uh, for example, a print campaign, uh, programmatic media pieces, uh, websites. Okay, we can do that. But there are so many other ways for us to solve a client's problem besides that. Uh, that we are not considering right now, and that allowed us, like that allowed us to be really creative. So that's the whole point. Have you had success? You know, when you bring these above and beyond ideas to clients, are they receptive? Uh, surprisingly, they have been more receptive than I thought. Uh, the only 
only thing that is taking, sometimes they approve my idea, but they don't approve the idea. They approve you to another meeting, <laughs> you know? So, uh, it's so, a process. It's a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The process is uh, a bit slower than I'm used to, but uh, I'm very excited because uh, I see some good, very good responses uh, from, from clients already. So, Great. because, yeah, yeah. Get interaction. That's fantastic. Um, I think I one last question for you. I am, um, I'm curious, you know, as someone who, you know, started doing this many, many years ago, um, and obviously has grown and achieved, you know, a lot of success creatively, what advice would you give to up and coming storytellers, um, as they kind of embark on trying to do great work? Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Uh, you will have uh, a lot of traps in your path. Uh, it, 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 like uh, the, the environment of the agency itself, the daily work, uh, this, uh, these things can, can distract you from the creativity itself. So you should always keep your eye on creativity and always keep an eye on the, your creative product. What is it that uh, you're putting on the world? Uh, and uh, it's really easy, it's really easy on the path for you to, to get distracted and don't, and, and care less and less and less about that. And if you do that, you're doing something really bad for yourself as a professional, as a creative, you really need to think about that. So, and the other, my other, uh, I have another, another, Great. another tip. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, also you achieve uh, great work, also you have a proven success. Don't buy into that too, that's uh, another trap. So, when you believe that you're awesome and that you're good, it's when you're dead. So, so, so yeah, don't buy into that. Don't buy into that. Don't buy into that. So to be a creative person is a very difficult position. Anything that you did great uh, on the past, uh, no longer, uh, it's no longer there. It's something that you have to be proven day by day by day by day. What is it that you have now to bring to the table? Always great that you have something great on the past, but what is it that you have now? So, uh, so it's a very uncomfortable situation, but uh, I could not be more happier. Uh, not be happier. Like uh, I, I love being creative. So, um, but this is the some some things for for any creative to pay attention. Actually, so don't don't believe. Like even even if people are celebrating you, even if you're winning, sort of don't believe on that. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't relax your shoulder. Keep push for always to have good work, uh, relevant work on the table. That's that's interesting, and it brings me back again to that question: What else? So maybe you know you don't just ask what else when you're looking at a brief, but you need to ask what else when you're you know thinking and looking from within. You know what else is inside of me that I can create um, and focus on the next the next awesome thing. Exactly. Exactly. I think that I, I could, uh, another thing that I can say, like, uh, it's very important for us, especially on the creative team, it's very sens sensible uh, team, like, uh, to find, it, find find excitement on what we do. 
this is what moves creative people, like uh, uh, the excitement. So we can uh, try to find it in our own briefings, in our own daily work. We can find ways through that. So uh, it's something that I invite uh, our creators to try to do. So uh, when you're excited about something, like uh, you can, like they scale what we can do, like uh, it's unbelievable. So yes. Bruno, it's been awesome chatting with you. I mean, I know we work together, but having this kind of conversation um, is different than what we do every day. And I have to say, I definitely learned a few things um, and I hope that the, the listeners do as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for inviting me. This is being like uh, the, the probably the coolest meeting on my calendar today. <laughs> so uh, I, I really, I really appreciate you guys like to take the time and to listen to me. Like uh, I'm here anytime. Uh, if you have a different team, if you want to invite me again, I'm on. That's fantastic. Thank you, Bruno. Appreciate it. Good luck with uh, your next great story. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> bye bye, everyone. That's all we've got for today. To hear more from Bruno, check out BrunoABN on Instagram. And if you're interested in being a guest or you have an idea for a future episode of the Truth Well Spoken podcast, please send an email to podcast at McCann.com. Also consider subscribing to us on your podcast network of choice. Until next time, I'm Matt Silver, and this has been Truth Well Spoken. Truth Well Spoken.